0: Welcome to Thinking into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you face in life. Let's get started. I want to talk to you today about something I think will encourage you but also equip you I am an equipper I'm a spiritual coach I'm a teacher I'm a mentor so I'm here to help you to go forward no matter where you are there are five things to stop doing in life there are five things I truly believe you should stop doing now if you think about the word stop most of us are familiar with a stop sign as you're driving a vehicle Or you're in a mode of transportation you at a stop sign you should stop not just go straight through the sign but stop do not continue look left and right and keep going most of us are familiar with the red light same concept stop at the red light amber probably means slow down green means go some people go at a red and they slow down on a green I don't know why but That just kind of life. So we must understand that even if you think about you may see a sign on a yard and it says, do not walk on the grass or don't walk on the grass. You know, within our nature, most people still walk on the grass. They don't know what it means to stop. So these are five things uh, I truly believe that you should stop doing. Just quit it and you can. It will help you to have personal change and personal growth, and you will get to the next level and be a better individual in every area of your life. Spiritually, you'll be better mentally, relationally, physically and financially. The first thing is this. Stop living in the past. Mm -hmm. Now, the principle tells us in Philippians, it says this. I do not count myself to have apprehended, that means I don't know it all, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. So there's some things you should stop living from or living in the past. You know, it is what it was, but it should not be what it is. Let me say it one more time. It is what it was. And the was I'm talking about is in the past, but it should not be currently, especially if it's destructive, negative, discouraging, abusive, low self-esteem, depression, anxiety, fear, how you were raised. You didn't like what happened. You didn't like what the coach said to you. A parent said to you, a teacher said to you, uh, a older sibling or a uncle said to you, and it has caused your life not to be productive and unhealthy. You didn't like what happened to you in the military or whatever career you had. Uh, you just don't like it, especially when you start to think about it. So that's why this principle or this life point is very important. Don't live in the past. Just stop living or repeating the past. Now, this principle that I gave to you uh, earlier from the Bible, it says, one thing I do. Then it says forgetting. That doesn't mean you're not going to remember, but you should lose sight of it. You should not dwell on it. You should not focus on it. You should not identify your life today with what happened yesterday, especially if it's not something productive or fruitful. Yes, don't deny that it happened, but don't identify your life with it. The principle can help you to move forward. In Philippians, it says forgetting, lose sight of it. It's almost like getting in a vehicle, leaving a location, and then arriving at a different location. You left the store and you went home. You left the beach and you went somewhere else. You went to the store or whatever it may be. You may have had a bad experience at the beach. So you have to leave that environment, a bad experience at home, a bad experience in school, a bad experience in a situation in a relationship, but you must stop living in the past. So lose sight of it. Ask God to help you and he will help you to get forward and to live forward instead of from behind. That's why you have to reach forward to those things which are ahead. Your future is brighter than the past. So stop living in the past. The second thing you should stop doing is this. Trying to please everybody. Mm -hmm. You cannot please everybody. Believe me, I have tried myself. Now the principle tells us, am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? That's a question. If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. That's in Galatians chapter one, verse 10. So you must understand that your goal is not to please everybody. Matter of fact, if you're married, I guarantee you, you can't always please your spouse. If you're a parent with children, you cannot always you cannot always please your children and your children cannot always please you. At work, you can't always please your supervisor. You can't always please a co-worker. You can't always please your BF, your best friend, or your friend, or your BFF. Everybody has an opinion. <laughs> so live with that opinion, but it doesn't have to be a part of your DNA. We must respect others' opinion. So stop trying to please everybody. It can stress you out. It can cause anxiety it can cause issue in your mind but the principle tells us that we should be seeking to please god faith is what pleases god it does put your faith in god and not man because man will let you down now i'm a living testimony that god has never let me down now i have let god down i have been faithless but god Always remains faithful, so stop trying to please everybody. I know you may have been raised and taught to please people or to serve people or to help people. Yes, you can do that, nothing is wrong with that, but you can't do it with everybody because <clears throat> mm-hmm. people have different personalities, they have different perceptions of who you are, and you're trying to please somebody that hates you. In other words, they could be a hater. They just could be just to the point where they just don't like how you look. Even though you helped them, they may grunt. They may frown. Hey, why are you helping them? Now, how does that? Go, how is that going to make you feel? So, here to let you know, this is the second thing you should stop doing is trying to please everybody. Nothing wrong with pleasing people or helping people or trying to... Satisfy somebody, you know, and what you're doing, but don't live by pleasing everybody because people will let you down, but God would never let you down. So serve him with all your heart and he will show you how to serve other people and be fruitful in that relationship. The third thing is this. Stop fearing change. Now, the principle tells me in 2 Timothy chapter number one, I believe it's verse number seven, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God did not give you fear, as far as unhealthy fear, that is, the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind hmm So don't fear change. Stop fearing change. That's the third point. Change will happen. Change is going to come your way. Yes, you may have to change jobs. You may have to change in relationships. You may have to change bank accounts or banks or credit unions. You may have to change what you have on. You may not be Productive in the attire or the clothing that you have on don't fear change. You may have to change to the location where you're living because change is inevitable. We're going to change physically. I know you don't look today like you look 20 years ago, 15 years ago. Matter of fact, some people change overnight. It looks like it at least. You know how they look last week. They don't look the same way this week. So don't fear change. Change is healthy. Change helps you to know that you're growing, you're developing, you're going to another place. It helps you to not to be in a comfort zone because life is not comfortable. But if you have God in your life, I'm here to help you to know. That's why the principle says God does not give you the the spirit of fear. You don't have to fear change because we should be changing. Because God has given us a sound mind in order to uh, develop the mind that we have. You don't have a bad mind. I want you to know. Stop saying that. I have a bad mind. Or I have a crazy mind. I have a dumb mind. Or I can't do this. Or I cannot do that. Or I'm stupid. No, you are not stupid. You are created by God. So stop fearing change. It's going to happen at times when you don't see it happening. It's going to come your way. You cannot change a man. You cannot change a woman. The only person you should understand change is yourself. You should be changing in how you think. You should be changing in how you talk. You should be changing in how you carry yourself. You should be changing, going. Change represents growth. Sometimes it can represent transition in where God wants you to be. So God has not given you the spirit of fear, so don't fear it. We're going to change physically, but you need to change in every area of your life in order to grow and become better in life. So the fourth thing is this. Mm -hmm. Stop doubting yourself. Wow, that's a powerful one. Now, the principle is this. I'm going to give you two or three. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans of welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt your ability. Don't doubt what you can do. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Don't doubt the ability that God has given you. Now, because the principle tells us that you should praise God because you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You are not a mistake, you are not a problem. You are a solution. You are resourceful. You have so many things going for you. Now, people can doubt you. It's all right. People will reject you at times. I've been rejected many times in life in what I have accomplished and I've ministered or served I don't know countless thousands of people in my lifetime. And I have been rejected many times, but I still know who I am. I still know the confidence that I have in life doesn't come within myself, but it comes uh, from the one that created me. So I don't live in doubting myself. Now, I may have that doubting thought, but I know who I am and where I'm going because I've grown to the point to not doubt myself. So I don't want you doubt yourself as well because once you understand momentum and understanding who you are as a man, as a husband, as a father, as a leader, as a wife, you know, as a mother, as an entrepreneur and whatever area you are in life, at uh, at your career or whatever you do, you got to know that God is with you. You should not doubt your uh, intuition. You should not doubt your abilities to get things done. You have the capacity to get it done. You just have to have the right attitude because attitude plus aptitude, aptitude, the ability to learn, takes you to a higher altitude. Attitude, your mindset, plus aptitude, your capacity to learn, takes you to a higher altitude in life. So don't doubt yourself. Stop doubting yourself, matter of fact, because the principle tells us to be strong in the Lord. And in the power or the strength of his might, you're on your way up and you're on your way through. Stop doubting yourself. The fifth thing is this, which is very important as well. Once you get past all of these other things, the fifth thing is this. Stop overthinking a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Stop overthinking a lot of things. You know, they say men are more logical than women. You know, women are more emotional. They think on both sides of their brain, per se. They can switch. In other words, they can be logical. They can be emotional. They can be emotional. Then they can be logical, you know, at the at the drop of a hat, you know, from that expression. At one moment, you're talking logic with them. Then they get emotional about logic. Mm, Go figure. But my point is this. Stop overthinking a lot of things. We overthink when we put too much time in thinking about or analyzing something in a way that could be harmful or not helpful. See, we overthink, you know, when thoughts come our way and we're thinking about problems, we're thinking about relationship issues and even our plans uh, possibly could control our day. You know, whatever you're planning, it may control your day and In other words, you're thinking too long about some things. There could be times of overthinking when we are engaged in a major project. You could be looking for a house, for example, or you could be building a house. You, You could want to start your own business or trying to figure out what bill to pay next. Thinking is a good thing, without a doubt. But overthinking can turn a simple matter into something very complicated. Now, one way to avoid overthinking a subject is to incorporate scripture and prayer in your thought process because that works. Scripture and prayer will work in your thought process. Now, the psalmist gives us many examples of this. For example, Psalms uh, 94, 19 tells us, when my anxious thoughts multiply within me, your consolation delights my soul. In other words, when you're anxious a lot based on how you're thinking or overthinking, and it seems like it's multiplying, you have one thought, then it multiplies to another thought because a lot of time you think about one thing. Then you go to the next thought, go to the next thought, and the next thought. You're thinking about paying a bill. Then you think about uh, how you're going to pay it. Then you're thinking about where it's going to come from. Then you're thinking about you know what's, what you're going to eat ne- next, or what's going to happen over here, or, or how you're going to start that business, or how you're going to you know, quit the job. All of these thoughts come in, but it tells us his consolation delights our soul. Your soul is your mind in how you think your will, the choices you make, your emotions and how you feel about what you're thinking about. So it's important. God will consolate you. I mean, God will console you. In other words, you will have consolations based on his word. He will console you. He will comfort you. He will guide you. But you got to stop overthinking about a lot of things. Now, I'm pretty sure You know, many people in the book of Psalms, as I quoted before you, they were overthinkers and they were facing danger, emotional unrest, fear, and possibly despair. But there are some solutions that will help you when overthinking things. I'm going to give you a few here shortly, but you got to find a scripture that deals with this and read it out loud. Like in first Peter, it tells us. To cast all of our care on him because he cares for me. So this is what you do. You got to say it out loud. For example, Lord, I cast all of my care on you because I know you care for me. Now, what care am I talking about? Okay, whatever it is, you got to name it. I cast all of the cares of my bill, my marriage, my relationship, my job. My health, I catch all of those cares on you. you. You specifically say it by name. Now, when doing this, you are actually transferring the problem from you to God. You're transferring the problem for, from yourself to God. Yes, you're giving it to Him. You're taking it off your shoulders and you're putting it on Him because He cares for you. See, God can carry it, but you got to give it to Him. Now, not just the scripture. Here's another point that you can uh, understand that will help you uh, stop overthinking about a lot of things. You may want to start a project, a constructive project, like working in the garage, cleaning, you know, uh, lights around your house, or changing light bulbs, cleaning a room, washing a car, building cabinets, whatever your skill may be. Whatever you can do, this would help your thoughts from being negative and harmful. In other words, you got to distract your mind from overthinking or do this. The next thing is this. Give your energies toward being creative. It could be writing. You may love to write. You may love to play an instrument or you may have had the ability to paint or do artwork of whatever type. You know, when you do that. It will bring beauty, you know, from otherwise negative and damaging thinking patterns. Yes, it will bring such a beauty from those other negative issues. And the last thing is this. Prayer, meditation will help you to be fruitful and it will manifest in your life. It will help alleviate the potential burden that leads to over thinking. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click the like and follow button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time.